You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Guys, social media is not real. <laughs> Dead ass, man. I don't know how many times people got to say it. It's not real. However, had I known what I know now about social media, I don't know if I would have been as forthcoming with y'all about my life in general. Word? Yep. Dead with, ass. with that being said, follow us at Deadass the Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Deadass. <laughs> Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. All right. Mm-hmm. Story time. Story time. I'm going to take this what back you got? to 1997, mm. I believe. Okay. We're going back in the time for real, for real today. That was the sound. Do you remember that part of it too? Yes. That was the sound when you were trying to get on AOL. We tried to get an AOL instant messenger. That was the sound. Those were good times. That is where social media came from. That's where it started, man. We were part of that. We were part of that. Isn't that amazing? I think about all of the things that we've existed through. Yes. I remember my mom being pissed because I used to unplug the phone jack and put it in the computer so I could get my AOL. And she couldn't get no phone calls and she used to be pissed. Not a one. But then let's fast forward Mm -hmm. to 2003, I believe, was when Facebook first started. You had to be in college. You had to have an EDU in order to be on Facebook. Yes. And I remember it being a way to connect with people from high school and and elementary school because if they were in college, you could uh, Google their, not Google at this point, you could Facebook their name and if it popped up, you could reconnect. Mm -hmm. That's what social media was supposed to 
to be. Do you remember like the person that told you about Facebook or like the moment you found out about Facebook? Do I do I remember? I think it, I think it was you. Yeah, because I remember what I remember when I found out it was my friend Shannon Jones. We were in broadcast journalism yes. class, and she's like, "Did you guys sign up for Facebook?" And I was like, "What's that?" And then it became a whole discussion. And I think in that class, we all signed up for Facebook because we were so fascinated by it. We are the generation that sparked the social media era. Put some respect on our names, y'all. Dead ass. That's going to take me to karaoke. Mm -hmm. I got the perfect karaoke song to represent social media. Oh, really? Because there's a lot of those going on. Hmm. You ready? I'm ready. You want to bamba? (laughs) You want to chill with the big boys? (laughs) Why are you laughing? That's my sit by myself, talking to the moon. I still don't know what he says. I still know what he says. What's Yo. the What's the other one? You may There's live in the dark, but I was born in it. And <laughs> <laughs> these are all of these TikTok songs that I can't fucking stand. That's like, a fact. Y'all done oh killed my God. poor Y'all done essence. Killed everything. Kill essence. What else did they kill? They killed a lot of stuff, bro. Um, Mad songs. The the Tusi Slide. What's the other Drake song that Shiggy was dancing to? Uh, I don't know. Kiki Kiki, do you love me? Are you oh, right? Lord. All them songs, they dead. Man, I used to yeah, like some of these songs, so I got to take them off my playlist now. Facts. You know what? I gotta recover from that. Let's go take a break, y'all. <laughs> um, we're gonna pay some bills and come back, and we're gonna talk more about social media. All right. Facts. And before we, before you leave, just remember, mm-hmm. you are Dubamba. <laughs> You want to chill with these big boys. Talking to the moon. (laughs) We'll be back after these messages. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. 
Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. So we're back. Social yes. media. I'm going to take you back to my soundbite real quick. And the reason why I say I would not have been as forthcoming was because we just had no idea what social media was going to be when it first started. It no. was literally just something that was cute to like, oh, reconnect with someone. Right. Oh, haven't seen such and such in a right. long time, you know. And then it became just a thing that kind of spiraled out of control in some good ways and then in some mm. really, really, really bad ways. Yeah, it, be, it became a trend. Um, but the big reason why I want to talk about it is because I want people to recognize how it has become a business. Mm. And once you recognize that it's become a business, you approach it differently. Right. You're less likely to be so right. nose in deep, you know. So I'll, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. I never foresaw social media becoming what it is now in college, mm -hmm. right? But in 2016, when I started to notice the trend in, in social media moving more towards mainstream media, mm -hmm. that's when I changed my approach to social media and we started to become successful, mm -hmm. right? So let's let's go, let's go look at some stats, right? First of all, let's look at some facts and stats, all right? All right now, I love that. Let's do that. Okay. Good way to start. Let's, let's look at some facts before we get into these, these things. Mm-hmm. When Pew Research Center began tracking social media adoption in 2005, this is upon uh, yeah, Facebook, right? Yeah, around we did Facebook, yes. Just 5% of American adults used at least one of these platforms. By 2011, this is six years later, that share had risen to half of all Americans. And today, 72% of, of the public uses some type of social media. Hmm. According to that survey, approximately one in three divorces resulted from social media related disagreements. Oh, Lord. According to a study by the Loyola University Health System, Facebook, with more than two billion users, is cited in one out of every five divorces in the United wow. States. Wow. Growing research has shown that increased usage of social media has had a negative effect on marriages and relationships. 
Higher levels of social media usage have led to more marital problems, infidelity, conflicts, jealousy, and eventually divorce. A study published Ooh. in Computers in Human Behavior found a link between social media use and decreased marriage quality in every model analyzed. So if you think that your model doesn't work, that, that way it said every model. Mm. Uh, the study results predict that people who do not use social media are 11% happier in their marriages than people that regularly use social media. A preoccupation with social media can lead to neglect of marital relationships. Okay. I mean, I could see some of that. I didn't think it was one in every five, but I can see how it would be a thing where if someone is just like overly obsessed with even just time on their phone and not taking the time to engage in real life, right. that can be a detriment to any kind of relationship. Parent-child, spouse, you know, sibling, all that. So let's talk about how social media has changed, yes. right? When social media first started, let's talk about AOL, Instant Messenger, mm -hmm. uh, MySpace, you Black, Black Planet. The sidekick where you can get an Instant Messenger on? Yes, I did have a sidekick. Oh, I did okay. have, no, no, no. I had a BlackBerry Messenger. I didn't oh, have okay. a sidekick. I had a BlackBerry Messenger. Cool. But you think about all of these things. They were created to shrink the world, right? Mm -hmm. Make the world smaller by giving people access instantly mm -hmm. to people that they haven't seen, mm -hmm. right? So whereas before when you were calling people you know you couldn't get group messages and call and stuff like that but mm -hmm. social media allowed you the ability to actually see these people when they can post pictures mm -hmm. create videos and as they created it and the the platforms begin to grow it became a business why is it important to say that it became a business is because of this very very key factor once money is involved the actual inception or conception of social media has to immediately change mm. because it's no longer about connecting people. It's right. about selling to selling people. to people. And yep. once it becomes about selling to people, the authenticity goes out of the window. Everything becomes curated. Yep. If people realize that they will understand that the things that they see every day for hours on this computer, on this television, on this phone is not real. It's curated content in order to get you to buy something. Because it sure as hell gets me to buy shit. When I happen <laughs> to mention a pair of, I don't know, shoes that I've been looking at, I've been searching recently over the knee boots. Had a conversation with my mom that I'm looking for some over the knee boots. What pops up in my feed when I'm scrolling last night feeding Dakota? Every over the knee boot <laughs> known to man. That's the algorithm. Almost that you're, yeah, they almost think that you're, they're listening and they're reading your mind. Don't you feel like that sometimes? No, they, they are. And it's important that you bring that up because the algorithm and them curating content allows them to create a world around your wants, mm -hmm. not your needs, around your wants mm -hmm. that is not real to the world we exist in. For example, you get a chance to choose who you follow. So think about that. Mm -hmm. You're only following certain type of people. Right. So every day you wake up your phone, you're looking at what these people have to say, their opinions, how they feel, what they think about the world. Mm -hmm. What that does is curate your reality. Absolutely. Because every time you look at your phone, what you see is this. Now, there's a whole real world that exists. Yeah. But you chose to follow these people. And then the algorithm tends to send you people who are similar to the people you choose. So then they create a larger world. That is curated to what you want, mm -hmm. not what you need, right. because what you need may often tend may often say, "I need to get off this phone." They only curate it to what you want because your desires is how you spend money. And think about how that also just affects your overall mood, right? Yes. So if you are looking at social media, and for example, they're 
curating content towards your wants, right? And you're like, man, today's Friday, that paycheck just, just hit my account and now I'm mm -hmm. just gonna go off, right? Or you wake up in the morning and you look at your social media feed and it's just like, like back in May of 2020, social injustice, racial oh. injustice. So you tend to, now your whole mood can be thrown off from the moment you wake up and pick up your phone and scroll through Instagram because there's so much yes. unrest in the world that then now there's unrest in your house, yes. there's unrest in your mind. And where do you ever go to escape from that? I feel like social media at one point was an escapism yes. for some people, or yes. it still may be depending on who you follow. You have that couple that we said in a prior episode that's you know always on vacation so that's mm -hmm. an escape for you as you sit in your cubicle at work yep. or it becomes something that just can be very very daunting at times and you don't even know how or when to log off right so there's so like the psyche around the the social media mind mm. is becoming more and more complex as it becomes a thing where we cater to sales we cater to ads we cater to emotions there's so many different things to unpack well well here well let's let's start what with this right the algorithm Mm -hmm. Remember when I said social media, they show you what you want, not what you need. Mm -hmm. Here's a perfect example. If I create a post that has any word in it that says black, mm -hmm. those posts statistically get one fifth of the views as all of my other posts. Mm. This is a fact. Mm -hmm. This is a fact. I've done the research on my own social media, my own Instagram. I've done my I've looked at my own analytics. Right. Mm -hmm. We had a children's book called The Ellis's. And the time machine, why do we have to say Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. right? Every time I post something with the book, because it has black in it. Mm -hmm. Or my, Black Lives Matter, Or probably. Black Lives Matter, the engagement is extremely low, which mm -hmm. means the algorithm tends to push things that, for example, they say that we need aside. Mm -hmm. Let's push them the things that we want. Mm -hmm. Because here was the argument, right? My social media manager, Denora, shout out to her, I often do other ads. Those ads that don't have black or Black Lives Matter still get great engagement. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much about the ads. Mm. It's about what the ads say. Mm -hmm. And if you think about the fact that the algorithm and the people who control social media control what you see, they're creating your life. Yes. Every day you wake up and look at this phone. And I know this could be conflicting for us because we built our whole platform through mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. But part of the reason why we've been able to grow through social media is because we've stayed transparent mm -hmm. and we've stayed consistent to our message. Yeah, on Instagram, I mean on YouTube, right now we probably have about 424,000 followers. People always say, why don't we have over a million followers? You wanna know why? Because we don't choose to only show the type of content that people want. Or the trendy content. Or the trendy content. Like right? when people were doing pranks, like couples were doing right. pranks and doing all these things. Right. We're like, mm, that doesn't really speak to us and it's not part right. of what we feel like we want to do. Right. That so could have we been a way to grow our page faster. Easily. If we did pranks, we could have grew our page faster. Yeah. But we chose to do content that we feel people need. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, it doesn't grow as fast, mm -hmm. but it's still growing and we don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is there are a lot of people, a lot of companies who are invested and growing their business through social media. And that creates false realities for people in this world. For sure. And, it, and, and, and what happens is, is people don't realize that it's happening because it's never really been broken down for them. And mm -hmm. they feel like everything they see on their phone is the whole entire world. Right. So if I see it on my phone, that means everyone must see this and everyone must agree with this. So this must be the reality when the truth of the matter is, it's not. Insane. That's crazy to me. It's really crazy to me because like you said, with us and our content, 
the way that we choose to evolve our content is mm -hmm. really just showing not necessarily more mm -hmm. so when people say that they feel like they know so much about us it's not necessarily that they know more about us because mm -hmm. we've dissected it before right mm -hmm. all the time that we have in a day you see a one minute clip how much is it that you really know but the good thing is that we try to not just show the highlight reel, which most social media tends to be for a lot of people. That's exactly we what We try is. to also show you guys the backside of things, which is why this podcast was so necessary because we felt that it was it was necessary for people to understand that with the Ellis's, you're going to get the highlights, right. but you're also going to get the lowlights as well. Absolutely. Too. And I think that's the reason why people were able to organically follow us and grow with us mm -hmm. um particularly on instagram because i feel like that's where we have the majority of our followers right. but then also on youtube slowly we're growing there yeah um but we're always just true to our content so yeah that's, that's how we can lay our heads down at night and my my soundbite when i started off in the top of the show saying that if i knew this is what social media would be i don't know if i'd be on board with it i really wasn't on board in the beginning because it was just the idea of me having to just put stuff out mm -hmm. there about my life and my family and stuff um and in the beginning it was cool and it was cute when you have two three thousand right. followers right. and didn't expect net for our platform to grow organically into a platform of millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people that support support us See, I, I didn't have Matt that mindset i didn't have that mindset at all i was like it's cute in the moment but when it started to grow exponentially then i was like oh shoot i don't know right. i don't know how this is really gonna go um but shout out to y'all for always holding me down mm -hmm. <laughs> when i'm always concerned mm -hmm. you know just being mama bear which you have to expect it's like just even thinking about social media and the exposure our kids are eventually gonna have to it jackson going to middle school um thinking about the children who are just yesterday i sent you an article about a 12 year old mm -hmm. who committed suicide wasn't necessarily for social media reasons but just the fact that these things are it's happening sad. and it's just super sad to see so um I, but, it's a but gift and a curse it's it's sad to see but it's the reality it's mm -hmm. the world and i think we have to kind of like try to show people how divisive Mm -hmm. social media can be for example we know we see this every election cycle i've seen it since, oh my goodness. since 2008 it's exhausting. when obama was running for president right people start to argue and debate on facebook it's, it's like there it starts on facebook then it goes to twitter right because there are different places for social media content right mm -hmm. people go on twitter to be witty make jokes right and drag people mm -hmm. right Facebook is where all the political stuff happens. Right. Because Facebook is an unlimited caricature. You can just make as big a message as you want. You can post what you want. So then it's Facebook. Instagram is more for aspirational lifestyle mm -hmm. where people just want to show themselves in shape. Uh, I'm going on vacation. Here's a beautiful girl. Here's a handsome guy. We just got engaged. That's what Instagram is. And TikTok is where all the Gen Zers go to have fun mm -hmm. and make dances. So there's mm -hmm. different forms of social media. But what I noticed during the election cycle this year in 2020 was... It's dangerous when you create your your following list mm -hmm. and then the algorithm and all the people who you follow creates this idea that your world is the real world. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you're a Trump supporter and you follow Trump supporters, the algorithm algorithm is going to constantly send you things in support of that ideology. Mm -hmm. If you are if you believe in Black Lives Matter. And you follow that that uh, that I forgot what it's called, but uh, that hashtag that hashtag, purpose, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The algorithm or will show you everything that's in that lane, mm -hmm. and then you begin to believe that that's how everybody 
views and see the world because that's how you see it. Mm -hmm. That's extremely dangerous. Right. Because you have two different types of people who've curated their reality based on what they follow, what they like, what they share. And that's all they get fed to their psyche 24-7. Absolutely. And then when they finally meet up face to face, it's like, how could you believe that? <laughs> when when you've been fed all of these ideas and ideology by a computer 24-7. It's scary. It. Yeah, we've all had that friend that will now speak you into persuasion <laughs> because they, mm -hmm. they have, for example, the vax and the unvax. Yes, that's an, another great one. Another vax great versus one. Unvax. And it's just like these people will come now and whether you're vax, pro-vax or you're not or whatever the case may be, then you have all of these arguments to support your cause. From social from media. From social media. <laughs> when a lot of people aren't consulting with the real people you should be consulting with, with right. our like doctors and scientists and all that. And then you have people who believe that the doctors and the scientists are all in cahoots with each other. And then, right. you know, so there's a whole, a whole, you know, black hole that you can go down when it comes to social media based on that because people are getting this truth from there they also take the one minute clips mm -hmm. and they take the you know two minute clips and then they create a whole narrative uh, yes. and story behind that one mm -hmm. little clip and don't even care to do any additional research, research or to all. listen to something at length or to read an entire mm -hmm. article to get the context mm -hmm. it just becomes what that is in the moment it's that instant gratification is that you know what are we seeing right there in this moment that this, we take as law and this is what's scary right when we were growing up in order to be on television there was a process a process that you had to go through to be considered a valuable source, mm -hmm. right? So, for example, you you have a master's in broadcast journalism. Mm -hmm. Journalism at one point was something you said with pride. I am a journalist, Absolutely. which means I have a responsibility to deliver the deliver facts. the facts, the right? Actual, uh, yes, and, and now, to be out there in the field to get right. the facts and speak to the credible sources. Absolutely, and and credibility was important back in the day because. Yep. You were only people only got their information from certain places that were considered credible. Yes. Now with social media, you've given access to the masses, to people who are not no longer looking for credibility. Mm -hmm. They're looking for clickbait or shock value Well, shock value, which means they'll do or say anything mm -hmm. to get people to click on their website or to believe their story. And the truth of the matter is a good lie is better than the truth any day and a lie travels faster than the truth mm -hmm. so even if someone lies and it spreads like wildfire once people know the truth they don't have the same vigor to spread the truth it's almost like oh that wasn't real oh whatever mm -hmm. so you just bash this person clown this person drag them on twitter did all of these things based on a lie mm -hmm. and then when the truth comes out you don't do the same thing and apologize it's just well let me look for another lie to follow <laughs> so i can join the the uh the what is it called the uh echo chamber mm -hmm. you know of people the virtual lynch mob you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i can just attack someone else like social media has become a place where you really cannot trust the things that you see because technology has made it where you can create anything it's like hollywood technology, exists every Photoshop, day on... all the things so i seen a video <laughs> i seen a video where it was clearly Oprah and Gail mm -hmm. talking, mm -hmm. but the faces on the bodies was Snoop and 50 Cent. <laughs> and it looked like Snoop and 50 Cent were wearing Oprah and Gail wigs and having a conversation. And it sounded like Snoop and 50 Cent. And I said to myself, whoever created this, number one, is a genius because that type of technology mm -hmm. is, 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 yet to be seen. is yet to be seen. <laughs> but also it kind of makes you think like, yo, how much of the stuff that we see can we actually believe? Charizelle can't believe it. I mean, the good thing with social media, though, is that things blow over fairly quickly. Yes. Like, you'll be hot. 
in that moment for like a day two yes. maybe three days yes and then it'll blow over and everybody forgets about it because like you said they're looking for the next clip the bait next or clip the next bait. thing that's going to give you shock value so when social media now relates to relationships like the stats that you spoke mm-hmm. about earlier there's some dangers involved in okay. social media and relationships okay. which i'm sure y'all can probably yes <laughs> if you haven't been there at some point talking about somebody being in somebody's dm somebody yes. answering somebody somebody liking somebody's mm-hmm. picture you know husband or wife it can create a riff yes. i know that um social media serves as a distraction from focusing on the interactions that nurture relationships so social media can you sometime um be used to be compulsive um it can you can be sorry making it difficult to manage the time spent in it in fact according to a study cited by psych central American college students describe abstaining from social media the same way they describe abstaining from drugs and alcohol withdrawals. Wow. They have cravings, wow. they have anxiety, and they feel jitters if they don't have access to their social media. Wow. That's insane. It has become a way of life, though. It, it had, like, if not, when you meet people now, one, they just say, hey, what's your Instagram handle? Right. They don't want like, business cards. They don't want business cards. No, yeah. it's just, it's not wh- where can I numbers. find you? Yeah. People don't create websites as much anymore. Nope. It's just like, go to my IG. That's like your whole resume. It's your yes. whole cop card if you were a model. Like, everything is there on that Instagram page, which I feel like now, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing when it comes to dating because you have to now find this person on social media and then you scour their social media to see what is this person really yeah. like? What are they into? What do they post? You know, are they posting a bunch of selfies because they're into themselves or, you know, it's just crazy how much, you la- how many crazy? layers there are there. You want to hear something crazy? When people meet people, if they don't have a social media handle, they look at them as if as they're if crazy. They're, like they're they sus, be like, wait right? a minute, you don't have, this is a sus situation. Something is up. This person don't have an IG. Mm, you or, too private, you mysterious. Mm. You only got four pictures up. Nah, something's wrong with this person. That's a sickness. <laughs> That's Because imagine if you met someone and you were just like, wait a minute, you don't do coke? <laughs> oh, chill. This nigga don't do heroin. <laughs> you don't do fentanyl neither. Like, what do you do? Like, that's how people treat Twitter, Gram, Twitter, Gram, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you don't have one of the three, mm-hmm. something is wrong with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I and I think that is scary because as you have children, I, I watch our children. Right. We limit the amount of time they get to, a chance to spend just on, on screen social time media, at right? all. Right. Like Jackson has a phone. People keep saying all the time, "Why don't you get Jackson an IG?" No. No, nope. no, he don't need an IG. Why don't he get a YouTube? He don't need one. Mm-mm. He don't. You know what I'm saying? J- uh, Cairo and Cassie don't need one. Mm-hmm. But I do pick up their iPads and I see mm-hmm. what they follow. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to their YouTube page and they mm-hmm. follow. Always checking cartoons. histories and shit just to Always. make sure. You never know. And I see Steph Curry. <laughs> I see Kyrie Irving. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but in their minds, that's all that exists. Right. And this is how crazy it is, right? I'll introduce them to another basketball player. And mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh. And and when you see that, it makes you realize, like, yo, some people stop seeking information because they feel like everything they found on their timeline is the world. Mm. That's scary. Mm. Because what that does is that that creates this narrow-minded, uh, egocentric view of mm-hmm. the entire world where everything revolves around my timeline. Mm-hmm. And if you believe everything revolves around your timeline, you're limiting yourself to growing. That's why it's so divisive. That's why over the last couple of years, Republicans and Democrats, Trumpers versus non-Trumpers, Vax versus non-Vax have been getting violent. Mm-hmm. Because if in your mind, what you see is your truth, your reality, it can only be this way. Because when I pick up my phone, everybody agrees with what I'm saying. <laughs> and thinking. So in your mind, mm-hmm. you think you're correct. Mm-hmm. Because everyone in your timeline is agreeing with you mm-hmm. do like i do right 
kid you not, I started to, don't judge me. <laughs> I started to follow Candace Owens. Okay. During the election cycle. I don't follow her anymore because I wanted to see, I wanted a glimpse of what it was like mm-hmm. to be on that side. Mm-hmm. Right. And then this is a completely different world. Right. Like the people on that side, and it wasn't just, uh, white Republicans. It wasn't just black Republicans. It was just people who agree with her ideology. They all have their own eco chamber of ideas and thoughts that they believe in. Mm-hmm. And in that world, it's that. That's it. That's it. Be all that ends all. The be all that ends all. The idea of something else possibly existing does not happen. Mm. Because if we look at our world, look, it's true. And I, I used to watch the comments and see like, I'm reading the comments. 90% of the comments agree with Candace. I don't understand. What I said, well, have you take gotten off of Candace page and looked at other pages and right. see 90% of those people don't agree with her. And it's okay that people agree with her. It's okay that people don't, but you have to get a realistic view of the world by not putting yourself on a timeline. You know what I'm saying? Don't, no, don't just create your world on a timeline and say, everything I get here is my world. Mm-hmm. You have to go out there and find out what other people are thinking of so you can get get a realistic idea of what the world exists. So people you know? used to joke, joke about like, um, what do they call it? Is it water cooler talk? Like standing over the water cooler and having those conversations. Yes. I'm curious to know if that even still really exists. No. In, in workplaces, right? Because I can no. envision if you're like in a corporate structure and everyone's sitting at their cubicle working and everything. The minute you have a break or you're in passing, it's like, let me grab my phone and start scrolling. <laughs> grab my phone and start scrolling. And that's a, that was that used to be a wave. I want to say back in the day, you make you sound old, but when we used to be able to exchange yeah. ideas and have conversations and have debates, and that's why I think Deval um, loves to have folks over so he can just talk. I love and to debate talk. and just have conversations, as you can tell on the show. Yes, just debate and have conversations because it's like a lost art now. All we're doing is just getting what we get from that narrow-minded view that we get on social media. Social media, literally fries your brain mm-hmm. fries your brain because the brain is a muscle and the less you use it the more it atrophies and it's not gonna becomes work becomes mush you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. if you really think about it if you just condition your brain to exist and believe in one thing and just only see the world one way the rest of your brain is no longer working to find other ways to think or do things and cognitively you start to lose interest you start to lose the ability to think other ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's no different than reading all your books from one author. Yes, that's a good I, yeah, I that's only, a good yeah. I only read books from yeah. this author. That's their perspective. That's a fact. That's only their perspective. What you're doing when you're on social media nonstop is limiting your perspective. Love that. And you're saying, I'm only going to view the world through these eyes. So let's give folks some guidelines for like maintaining a healthy balance. Let's do it. Let's do it. What do you think? Like a healthy balance that you guys can have between social media and relationships. And I guess they can be romantic relationships, just person to person, interpersonal. Interper- what was it that we took Interpersonal in communication. Interpersonal communications. Yes. That was a course Shout back in the day. I wonder if that's now replaced with like social media courses and stuff. Absolutely. Because of course it's a thing now that I'm curious to see what those courses look like now in social media mm-hmm. building, you know, a platform and things like that. Um, but interpersonal communication was very much a thing back in the day, you know, once upon a time when Deval and I were in school. Um, so as evidenced by couples who use social media to their advantage, it's possible to have healthy social media or healthy relationships and still be actively involved in social media. You and I, I think, yes. are a fair example. Um, in fact, a 2013 study in social, psych- psychological and personality science 
um, found that people who share information about their relationships on Facebook were comfortable with their relationship. <laughs> we talked about people not sharing who their significant other is. You that's know. a big thing. That's a big thing. I get it now. First, I don't understand. The emoji over I, the face. Now I get you it. Know, uh, I get it. Pretending as if we're not with somebody. You know, the whole hand. You know, you see the hand in the picture and she's reaching back, but it's like this anonymous hand. We don't I know who the it. hand is. I get it. Um, however, setting guidelines on how to effectively use social media can mean the difference between a healthy use of social media within a relationship and taking it into a danger zone. For example, number one, do not use social media as a negative point of comparison for your relationship. We talked about that. Yep. So we talked about that. If you feel compelled to make comparisons involving your relationship, compare where your relationship is today with what it was like a year there, ago. There you go. Five years ago, 10 years ago, last week, can you, for that no, can matter. You say that? Just let's say that again. If you feel compelled to make comparisons about your relationship, compare where your relationship is today with what it was like a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, two months ago for those in long-term relationships or short-term ones because- the result of the comparison prompts changes in behavior that can build your relationship. Again, comparing you to you. I have a, I have a perfect Not analogy. Others. I have a perfect analogy. Remember when I used to train uh, track athletes? Yes. I used to train track athletes. And the, the main thing I used to tell track athletes is stop looking at other people's times. Mm. You're not competing with their, with their times. times. You're competing with yourself. Yes. Right? So... I had, a, I had a young man who just started running track mm -hmm. and he was running 100 meters. And this was his first year running track. He was a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. All of his other contemporaries had been running tracks their whole life, mm -hmm. right? So he was a sophomore and there were a couple kids on the track team who could run the 100 in sub 11. Mm. So they were 10-9 guys. A couple of these kids were junior Olympic guys. They've been running since they were six and seven years old. Mm. This kid just was fast. He was a basketball player. He's naturally fast. Naturally fast. So he was running, I think, 11-7. He was running 11-7. Mm -hmm. So the whole track season, and he's a sophomore, the whole track season went around, mm -hmm. and he went from running an 11-7 to an 11-2. Mm. And one of the fastest kids on the team went from running a 10-9 to a 10-7. Mm -hmm. And he was pissed because he's like, damn it, this kid still runs faster than me. And I said, wait a minute. You dropped your time mm -hmm. by five tenths. Yes. He dropped his by two tenths, which means you've gotten better over time than he's gotten mm -hmm. better. He's still faster than you because he started though. before you, but you can't even see how much better you've gotten because you're not comparing yourself to when you started. You're comparing yourself to where he Somebody is. Somebody else. That's unfair to you. Yep. And he was like, I never thought about That's a surefire way to just be depressed. Bro, and, and I try to explain to him that, that that's the problem. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing in relationship. Mm -hmm. You look at your significant other and you're constantly comparing where you two are compared to other people, right? Mm -hmm. You just got together. Mm -hmm. You just, uh, you just, for example, purchased a, a car for your, your girlfriend. Homeboy bought a house for his wife. Mm -hmm. And you're like, damn, I just got a car, but then he bought a house. They've been together 15 years. Right. Y'all been dating for six months. Right. You bought her a car. In you six should be months. You should be happy about I'll that. Be but happy no. With a damn car. But a lot of people aren't. Mm -hmm. oh, I got a car. He just bought her a house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn, I only got her a car, but he was able to get her a house, man. I'm, my life sucks. Stop comparing your life through social media to other people. I like that one. Constantly mm -hmm. compare to where you were right. in the past That's to see how much progress. better you got. That's fire. That's the real progress That's fire. right there. All right. Spend time nurturing your relationship. Do the things that create closeness in your relationship and do them regularly without distraction. That's something that we, we had to learn. I was going to say, we, we, this yes. means leaving the cell phone at home, 
turning it off, turning it down at the restaurant, out of sight, out of mind. The distraction factor is one of the biggest challenges in social media. According to a study of Scientific American, the presence of a cell phone can be detrimental to interpersonal relationships. And that's just, that's that's not just couples. No. My girlfriends and I, when we go out, cell phone's in the middle of the table. That becomes a thing now. Mm-hmm. So once your cell phone's in the middle of the table, whoever has the urge, because you know it's like crack now, you got to pick up the <laughs> phone. Whoever has the urge to pick up their phone, they paying the bill. There you go. That's that's yeah, the I rule. Like that. I know a lot of people do that now. I like that. Implement that with your guys. See if see if they'll do it. If we can just do a dinner, yeah, which tends to be an hour and a half, two hours maybe, depending if it's a good friends, mm-hmm. it could be three hours. But can the phone be down and no one grab it till we can fully be engaged in the moment? We've yeah. done that as a couple. We've done that as a couple because and I know I've been guilty of just this aimless scrolling that happens in the valley. Like yo. You've been I don't on your do phone that. all day. I'm not an aimless scroller. You know? I went, one thing I will say is I'm not I'm a consumer. I'm, you're always shopping. I'm shopping. Always shopping. <laughs> I'm not a consumer of social media. Mm-hmm. Like even even people will hit me and be like, oh, you don't like none of my posts. You don't do you a ghost follower. I'm not a consumer. Mm-hmm. right? And, and I'm not a consumer for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right? I never want to rely on social media to give me my view of the world. Mm. right? I'm a content creator. Mm-hmm. So we used to have debates because Kadeen will be like, you're on your phone all the time. And I'm like, well, I create, edit, and post content. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're on your phone all the time. And she's just like, yeah, well, you're on your phone. But she used to consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'd be scrolling. And I'm like, right. there's a difference between creating content and scrolling. Mm-hmm. So what we decided to do was when we go on dates, we put the phones down. Mm-hmm. When we get home and we're having our moments at home, I'm like, yo, get off your phone. Mm-hmm. And we are deliberate about making sure that we tell each other that we need this time without the phone. Yes. You know, we, we are very deliberate about it because whether you're a content creator mm-hmm. or a scroller, mm-hmm. that time you're spending on your phone and not spending with that person is time wasted. Absolutely. Definitely time wasted. And I, I've said before, we live in a world of instant gratification where mm-hmm. people also expect to have access to you 24-7. Yes. And that is just not healthy either. Because yes. God forbid you don't return a message to somebody in what they consider to be a timely manner, which whether it's a, it's an immediate, a couple hours, didn't the next you have an day. Issue with, a, with a woman saying that she was rude because you didn't respond to her DM? Yes, I did have a person that said to a friend of mine that I needed to have more manners. When it came to her, mind you, I barely know the person. I kind of know her through a friend. Um, but I need to have manners and reply to her DM because she messaged me and she know that I be on my phone all the time because I be posting stories. So, girl, bye. Okay? <laughs> bye. Come back in and bye again. Because what we're not going to do is that. First of all, you're not going to tell me when I need to be replying to you. Second of all, my DMs get flooded, sis. And if it doesn't say seen underneath the message, chances are I ain't see a little raggedy message. <laughs> Why her message got to be raggedy, though? The, the Why it got to be raggedy? The raggedy and little message. You don't got to be disrespectful. Why so you got to be disrespectful? if I haven't seen your raggedy little message, sis, then chances are I wasn't able to wow. exercise those manners that my parents definitely gave wow. me. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Back to number three. <laughs> Y'all be getting me hot in here. Don't do it again this season. I knew you was on one today when you came in with that red lip. Oh, I was I had on fire. A, yeah, I had a Thank you. Because you know, I'm not, I haven't worn a red lip in a minute though because of the whole mask situation. It's like, I don't want to like put it on and then it be though. all over. You want to keep that on? I'll keep it on for you, bro. I'll keep it on for you. It won't be on long. All right. <laughs> Do not maintain a separate <laughs> social media life. Share your social media world with your partner. So <laughs> I don't know how many people are willing to do that. Um, I, does a, it matter really though? I, Hold on, I've, I've been I'm not going to take the this. time to have to share my social media world with 
with my spouse? Like, what does that mean? So, see, that's I knew you were gonna be. I knew you were not. Because you can see my nah, nah. See, I knew no. you were not gonna know what this you is. You talking about the, the group chats that you had? No, not even the group chats. What? People have separate social media handles, so they have the one that their spouse may have, but then mm-hmm. they have a secret handle with oh, other things. Look how naive For, I am to that. I, don't naive, naive, right? Right? I wouldn't even know how. So to, I'm gonna tell you infidelity how, circle goes. No, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna tell you how I found out about this. Right? Okay. One of my my followers, I don't I hate calling them followers because y- y'all are like huge supporters of, of us. But he DM'd me and mm-hmm. said, yo, bro, I have a question to ask you. Does Kadeen have multiple Instagram handles? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no. And he was just like, because I see Kadeen I am, but I also see Kadeen Ellis. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, she had opened up a Kadeen Ellis account like years with ago. With my Facebook, just with, to have for my her name. Facebook, yeah. For her name, for, for, her, for her actual Facebook page. But... That's not one that she uses. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Right? He says, because my wife has a separate Instagram handle that I didn't know about. And when I asked her about it, she says, well, Kadeen has one too. Girl. So I said, hold on. Don't be bringing me into your mess. So this I, messy boot. So I said, so I said, so what did she say her reasoning was for mm-hmm. having a separate Instagram handle? Well, she said there's certain things that she follow or her and her friends look up that she doesn't want him to know about is girl stuff oh, and okay. it's that's her like separate friends life thing they have dms they do mm-hmm. this so i was so they be following like pages like ex, egg, eggplant files and shit right. like that like <laughs> right and they don't want to print anonymous pages they, and whatnot so okay. so imagine if he's looking over her shoulder and she's on her regular page mm-hmm. and it's just all like bible verses right and <laughs> rings because he said that she wants to get engaged right and rings and all this other stuff and mm-hmm. you know then he's like oh she's you know nice innocent but then he goes to the other page mm-hmm. and it's alpha black man and yeah. it's eggplant friday and it's you know what i'm saying it's, then he's gonna probably gray away. sweatpants monday <laughs> see what i'm saying yeah people have that right i i found out this guy so that's brought it up to me so, so now i gotta yeah. check your kadeen ellis page because Mm-hmm. check and see if anybody been in my dms baby <laughs> check and see um yeah, but no, I, I didn't ask him if he yeah. checked the dms because i feel like that's invading that's, pri- that's, yeah, that's invasive yeah, but, but I've, I've heard of people having ghost pages right or i've heard of people being on even just like dating apps and you yeah. know but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic for another right. day but yeah the social media has i didn't i wasn't sure what they meant by that but sharing their world with it because i'm like i know what you and your yeah. friends talk about in y'all group chats yeah, and do. stuff it's you know that's one thing tits i don't and do ass, tits and ass I, yeah listen listen i like tits i like ass i like yours <laughs> yeah. so i can appreciate them too so if you're showing as me, my like, son Yo, walks into goals. the podcast what's up buddy <laughs> you you know i love your mom tits and ass you know that bro <laughs> 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 Now he ran. He just He's ran away. Gone. It's all right, He's Jax. Gone. You get to a certain age, you you'll be on the same thing. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, but- <laughs> so th- those are just three guidelines right there that they've given us at least in this. But um, I think at the th- well, but I can't hold on. Even can we can we just go back real quick? Some of y'all don't got that. Can we just go back real quick because you said something mm-hmm. about sharing group messages and stuff like that, yeah. right? You know what I talk about mm-hmm. and with my friends. Like mm-hmm. it's no yeah, no secret. No secret. Uh huh. A lot of people struggle with um having a separate social media life. Mm-hmm. Even though they are one way in, you know, in person with their person, mm-hmm. their social media is completely different. Right. And people have asked me before, like, how open am I with Kadeen having my DMs and having my, is, this is this is just my truth, mm-hmm. right? I like knowing that I can leave my phone somewhere mm-hmm. and my wife may pick it up mm-hmm. and whatever she sees, she already knows. Right. 
I just like that. Right. Everybody there's no doesn't. Surprises there, there's there. no su- surprise. Everybody doesn't doesn't you know prescribe right. and to vice that. versa. Subscribe doesn't subscribe. Doesn't subscribe to that. Prescription is just for medication, <laughs> but doesn't subscribe to that. Right. But for me, it's easy mm-hmm. knowing that regardless of whether one of my boys send me a, a booty shot or a pause or some titties <laughs> or uh, some girls that he's looking at. My wife already knows what it is mm-hmm. because that allows us to exist freely. Right. We talked about this on another podcast. Just because it it doesn't work for everyone else and it works for your relationship, you don't need everyone to understand mm-hmm. because a lot of people feel like, nope, my, my spouse doesn't get access to all of that. And that's fine because mm-hmm. if that works for you, that works for you. That but works this for works you. for us. Right. Right. You this know what works. this just jogged my memory about too? I got in an email in our email, like this is a while back though. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone was, I think this was after I had either Cairo or Kaz and the person was pretty much, you know, pleading with me in this email to not go under the knife, to have surgery on my body because she went through the pages I follow on my Instagram and noticed that I followed a handful of plastic surgeons. Mm -hmm. What in the hell does that have to do with anything? Does that mean (laughs) that I'm going to go under somebody's knife? No shade to people who do. But sis, you mean you took you took time out of your day. That's wild funny. Like you have a whole life and you took time out of your day to clock who I follow and then observe the fact that I may follow six, seven, eight, nine plastic surgeons. And then that now gives you the audacity to email me to say, Kay, I love you the way you are, sis, with that weight on you. Please don't get no lipo. You don't need no BBL. Your ass is fine the way it is. I did not ask you. <laughs> I did not ask you, and I'm sure if you invested more time in yourself and in your life, you'd be farther along with whatever the hell you got going on, rather than clocking who I follow. Yo, this red lip is cutting. This is a different Kadeem right now. I don't I, even just, know who this it is. It made me think about that, and I'm like, that was so. That was probably one of the most ridiculous things that I've ever seen. But this is why people have ghost pages to follow those pages, so that people don't know who they following. Because here, so I, I should use my ghost page. Well, not my ghost page, but use a different page to follow what plastic surgeons just because or like no, realistically, you know what I'm no, no, realistically, you don't because like we talked about before, people don't have to understand what you do in order for you to enjoy your life. They can right think what they think. So they, if no, anything, don't I do, do it because I'm like I want to squat. Don't I show you pictures of asses and be like, Deval, what yeah. exercises do I gotta do to get my joint to be lifted like that for full tra- for full <laughs> transparency for full transparency? Kadeem be looking at BBLs and saying. Deval, what exercises can I do to get my butt to look like right. that? I need that some, is full transparency. I need some extra hips. How do I work <laughs> with that without having to do any surgery? <laughs> so we were we were working on gluteus minimus, gluteus maximus exercises. Yes. So we she can work on uh, helping her hips appear to be wider because she wants to look a certain way. Now, that's a whole different order of problems because we talked about <laughs> body yes. dysmorphia yes. that women have because of all of the Having fake to stuff compare. that we see yes. on social media yes um i had a dude say to me because of social media um you seem to be so involved in your wife's looks mm-hmm. um you should learn to love her the way she is instead of pushing her to work out more it seems like all you talk about is working out okay so i didn't get as upset as you because i didn't have on a red lipstick <laughs> but i did explain to him like hey i know that you're not used to seeing someone empower and encourage their wife the way i do mm-hmm. but this is what she wants i yes. just want her to know that i'm rooting for her every step of the way right and then he said it doesn't seem that way it looks like all you care about is her working out and once again i said bro you're not used to seeing a man be of 
uh, of, of support, support to yeah. their wife like this. So when you see it, of course, you're going to be thrown off. But you also don't know a lot of men like me. Right. So, Nor does he see me in the bathroom every morning or on the scale or just picking right. myself apart as us women tend to do sometimes, especially right. after having four kids Absolutely. and just looking for ways that I can improve myself, you know, and, also, and not using anyone's standard as a measure, but just my own standard of what I'm looking for for myself. Right. But also he also doesn't know that because he, he said that um, I looked at his page. He's a dog lover. And he's not in a relationship, doesn't have any kids. Mm -hmm. So from his perspective, mm -hmm. it seems like everything, his perspective is from being a dog lover and right. dog trainer. And that's and not he tries your right, and, either. And you're not a dog. So <laughs> for me, what he doesn't realize is that dogs can't speak. So him training his dog is him doing things to make his dog do them. I have a wife. I don't have a pet. So when I'm encouraging you, I'm not training you to go to the gym. Right. You're waking up and saying, babe. I want to lose some weight. I want to get down here. I want to do this. Right. And me saying, let's do it let's together. Let's do it together. But that also shows you how social media can create a reality for some people mm -hmm. that is not real. Because mm -hmm. in this man's mind, I was just a drill sergeant waking you up at five in the morning with a pan <laughs> and a spoon saying, boo, 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 get your fat ass up. Let's get on the treadmill. But that wasn't happening. <laughs> it wasn't. And the funny thing is all of these women were coming to my defense yeah. and saying, sir, you obviously are not married, don't have a wife. Most women suffer from postpartum depression because they don't have someone to support them through the process. Right. They've also told him if you've been following him for a while, Deval has told Kadeen many of occasions that he loves her fluffy. The way I love I am. when you have exactly. weight on. It doesn't matter to me. Yes. But what it shows you is that people create their own ideas mm -hmm. about what the world is through their social media profile and timeline. And not only is it toxic, mm -hmm. but it's crazy. And not only do they create their own world, they create everybody else's world too. <laughs> like you feel like you have everybody else's world figured out based off of what they post. And clearly, according to me and my situation, what they follow. Yeah, so, I mean, and, I don't know. and here's the truth, man. Sometimes you just follow people for entertainment. That's a fact. Like Kadeen, but this is before social That's media. Kadeen used to watch, was it The Biggest Loser? No, um, The Biggest Transformation. No yeah, um, me. Remember the show we used to watch in college where, excuse me, the people looked a certain way and Extreme, Extreme Makeover. Makeover. That's Kadeen what it was. Yes. Used to watch Extreme Makeover and the Home Edition, <laughs> and she used to watch the People Edition where people were getting chin implants, their jaw lines done. She's just always been fascinated yeah. by people making transformations. I'm a big before and after kind of person. All the, every she like, she like and afters. It's like this, magic. This is not the same person. This shit be like sorcery. <laughs> Maybe that's like as a makeup artist too. The thing I used to love was like yeah. before and afters, just to see like how. You're able to just really transform. Yeah. That's like the little artist in me. But, you know. But hey. the truth of the matter is. And if I wanted to go under the knife, I would. Like, so what? Like, that's just what it is. Yo, this you red lipstick, is this? she is a different I'm person right now. Out no, I'm She's not. She's a I'm different saying, person right now. Y'all be doing the utmost with the least. Okay. That being said, I think it's a good point that we should take a break. Let me cool off. All right. No, I'm kidding. As long as you promise. <laughs> I'm good. As long as you promise to keep this energy and this red lipstick on later. Fiery. This feistiness <laughs> is what I like to see. I love it. All right. I promise you that. We're going right. to come back with some listener letters after we take a quick break. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. 
Near, yes, Near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month. But all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. We have two listener letters. They don't seem super long today. Nah. What's going on now? You want to go right. first or you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Go ahead. Hey, Kadena Val, I'm a 25-year-old woman who was born and raised Seven-day Adventist or in a Seven-day Adventist household. Similar to ah, you. Ah, similar. My parents are Jamaican. Uh, oh, okay. That's one half of me. And as you know, they're very much opinionated, to say the least. It's like your mother. I, I've been with my boyfriend for six years and my parents feel as if I'm acting like a wife to him. 
very this similar my situations. <laughs> my parents would continuously lecture me about it, saying that I should get married or that I should just go to the courthouse and get it done. Although I do believe I act more like a wife or spouse to my boyfriend at times. My boyfriend and I are overall not ready for what marriage entails. We both still have a semester left in nursing school. We do talk about marriage and would like to get married, but are both not in a financial position to get married. So smart. So smart. So smart, yo, sis. These young people. Yo, get, I if feel like was here, I would hug y'all right now. That's a fact. I would hug y'all right now. I'm wondering, how does the role of a girlfriend differ from the role of a wife? Mm. Mm. Would it be too late in the relationship to reverse back to doing only the things? Mm. <laughs> Don't reverse this. Don't mm. reverse. This is a good question. That's no. a good question. This is a good question. Because remember, Tribble had us. She asked me that question. Like, I wonder what Kadeen did to become a wife. I got to start doing that. <laughs> Trouble. Trouble. She was like, man, I'm tired of this shit, man. I'm about to become a wife. Let me find out what Kadeen did. Yeah, what did I do? Act like a wife. Act like a wife. From the very beginning. So if you were raised in a Jamaican household, chances are you were raised to be of service to a partner. Yes. Or with that being an example of something that you saw. Yes. Regardless of what your parents were going through at the time, they were very much taking care of each other. Yes. Right? Um. I feel like I was raised in a household where I was seeing from my grandmother and my grandfather and all that, um, the woman being of service to her husband and making sure he's taken care of. So I can understand where she feels like that, that urge or the desire to take care of him like a that's wife would, do. because that's just what I did. Yes. I did the same thing with you. Absolutely. You, you always absolutely. felt taken care of. Always. Even if I was a girlfriend and it wasn't because I was looking for a particular title or I was on the pursuit of, being your wife or having a ring, now it was just a genuine. I, from yeah, day one, did, from were. day one, it's just how I was. Like being a nurturer, wanting to take care of yeah. my partner, mm -hmm. um, was just something that was of paramount importance to me. So I can understand why that's something that she's probably been mm -hmm. doing for him. I think y'all have it figured out where you yeah. want to both finish nursing school, both be done, then finally get married when you're in a financial position to do that. Like this is these are talking two people who are thinking. Yes. With yes. their brains and not their hearts. Yes. And there's an understood something that yes. doesn't need to be said here that you both care for each other. You being 25, I understand the pressure. The um, born and raised seven day event is part. How strict and confining that can be. But. But you know, that's the issue though. Because if they're living together, the, her parents have an issue with them living together. Right. Just like my Without parents being did. Married. married. Just like yeah. my parents did. And just my like mom your too parents did. And then yeah. how you did. How mm -hmm. you felt in 2007. You were like. Right. I don't want to be a living girlfriend. Right. So I, I get where her parents are coming from. Absolutely. I mean, and as a parent, I can understand where it's yeah. coming from. This goes back to the episode with having to now kind of tune people out yes. of your relationship and doing the things that you have to do for your relationship Your relationship does not have to make sense to anyone else but you two in order for it to work. So when That's it comes period. down to a role of a girlfriend versus a wife, I think that that can be relative to the situation, yes. depending on what you feel or you see fit you know there's no um, rule there's, there's no, no rule there's no rule yeah there's no girlfriends no do this wives do that there's no rule for that no nope. and I, I see people sometimes on social media be like stop acting like a wife when you really just a girlfriend that's bullshit it's it's bullshit mm. like it really is bullshit when you care and of service to someone you just do what they need and want because you're of service to whether them. you're in a not relationship because of the title or not or married facts you should just be putting your best foot forward with this person mm. and then if marriage is a goal like it is for these two then you work towards that, and that's it. In your time frame, that's period. It. And it's the same thing. For, same thing for men. Like, there's no, I ain't doing this because I ain't your husband. You, listen, we we live together. 
I'm I'm paying the bills. That's how it was for me and Kadeem. Mm-hmm. I wasn't saying, well, we ain't married, so you got to split 50-50. It's like, no, nah, this is what I want to do. So, yep. And this, I'm showing you how our life can be working together once we get married. So here's an example of what it is. Mm-hmm. Her example is making my plate and making sure that I'm taken care of. Right. So some people be like, don't make his plate, you ain't his wife. Don't pay her bills, you ain't her husband. That may work for y'all. <laughs> that didn't work for us. Because we've been, we've it, been working this way. Sis, what would it look like if you tried to reverse back to being this role of a girlfriend? What is that even going to look like for y'all? So now you're going to be acting against what you genuinely want to do for your boyfriend and the things that you want to do to possibly be of service to him because you're fearing what either your parents or his parents or the world may think about you acting in not according to your title. You know right. what I mean? That's completely ridiculous to me. I say y'all have... I'm you proud of y'all. Straight. I want to hug y'all. Yeah, if you head on straight, it seems yeah. like y'all are, you know, have your ducks in a row. You want to yeah. finish school, get yourself financially in a position to get married because you're, I'm sure at the same time too, your parents are going to want that wedding to matter to them. Like just mm-hmm. going to the court to do it. Maybe they want to be involved in it. Right. You know, hopefully they're not pushing you to just go do something on a whim when you're not ready for it. So I think that's more of the parents stay true. saying what they want to see because people are, you know, you know how parents, oh, so, so your daughter's living with so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I remember how your mother Oh, was, my mother. Mm, how picture am, me. How am Sharon <laughs> Joseph, director of nursing, River Manor Care Center, telling everyone that my daughter's on vacation with a man. Absolutely. She and was, like, was like, it was like, why you got to tell anybody anything? She said this. Too. She ain't had no red lipstick on anything. I didn't have no red K. lipstick on. I was just like, was like why you got to tell mom, anybody anything? How, how exactly must I explain to your grandmother <laughs> that you will be living with a man in Michigan? <laughs> all right, Ma. Come on now. I said, first of all, it's not your place to have to say that to Grandma. Right. I can call Grandma and let Grandma know. And chances are Grandma is going to be on my side because Grandma knows who she raised. Facts. I ain't no fool. And grandma got seven kids. Right? So she grandma know what know. it's like to get good dick. <laughs> <laughs> grandma be knowing. L- listen. Grandpa okay. was putting it down. <laughs> when you have seven kids, you you put it down. Right. They, yeah, Just they actually have six kids. Well, eight technically and two eight, passed away. Eight, two passed away. But, yeah. so eight. but they was getting it in. They was getting it in. Actually, grandma, shout out to grandma. <laughs> she called me after I had Dakota and she's like, um, baby, I want to talk to you about something. And I don't know if your mother quite spoke to you as yet, but I am your grandmother oh and I love you. I'm nervous. And I have to tell you this. I think you should give your body a break now. Mm-hmm. No more kids. No more kids. No more kids. I am speaking from experience. I said, all right, grandma, I got you. I got you. You know what's serious and when they put the H? Experience. experience. Serious. And she's like, if you're thinking about one more at least give your body a rest. And I'm like, don't worry, Grandma. We're good to go over here. I can't give my body a rest because I'm getting old, sis. Um, <laughs> my eggs are about to be scrambled. Okay? okay. Yeah, eggs are, yeah, eggs are fine. But oh, we are shout out to Grandma. We miss her. We COVID robbed we us of grandma. two years with you, Grandma. You got to get down you. here soon. We love you. All right. Number two. Number two. I am 20 years old, a mother of four beautiful children, and I've been married for six years and with my husband for nine years. Nice. Life is precious and a blessing, but I am... But it damn sure ain't easy. For a long time now, I've been trying to find my place. Figure out me, find me, get to know me. Does that seem strange? No, not at all. Mm -mm. I feel like everybody says they know me, and I don't even know myself. Mm, Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I always say now that I've lost myself in my kids and in my husband. I give my 100% to all of them and feel guilty if I take any time for myself. You talk about that all the time. I don't even know how to take time for myself or where I would even start. 
I often think about vacations, but even then, when I see myself vacationing, I feel myself, I see myself doing it with my husband. I mean, that's what you typically do with a life partner. But I mean, if you have friends and stuff, you can do that as well. Trying to think where would he want to go? What would he want to do? I tend to go all out for him and my kids too. But when it comes to me, I don't. And no one else does either. See, now that's Oh, it's not problem. reciprocated. Yep. I tend to hold a lot in. And I sometimes wish that my husband would just see right through my fake smiles and, that, and the act of happiness. That's, well, you can't do that. I mean, if he thinks you're happy, it's then. It's a facade, sis. Yeah. Instead, I think he sees it, but he's just absolutely quiet about it. He's not emotionally there for me. And he'd tell you he doesn't know how. Long story short. I'm there for everybody. I take care of everybody. I do everything for my household down to uplifting, motivating, and encouraging them. I've been there before. I'm a shoulder to lean on, but I don't get the same energy. I understand how you feel, except for my big sister. But she lives in Georgia, and I live in Minnesota. Uh, I just need some advice. I need some advice from another mother-wife to another mother-wife. How do you not forget you? P.S. I manifest sitting on that couch with y'all one day and talking very real. Aww. You mind if I answer this? Um, you can answer it, yeah, and I'll give my two cents after. So what you're feeling, ma'am, is not a mother-wife thing, right? Mm -hmm. That's a personality thing. It's a thing, person thing. Right, because in our house, it was flipped, mm -hmm. right? I was the one who was pouring into everybody, pouring into everything, and not thinking about myself. I only was focused on Kadeen and focused on the kids. There were times where I used to tell Kadeen that I didn't feel like it was reciprocated. Mm -hmm. Here's the difference between you and I, ma'am. The difference between you and I is that you're putting on a face and saying everything's okay and expecting him to read your mind. You can't do that. Nope. I didn't put on a face and expect Kadeen to read my mind. Sure as hell I didn't. would tell her exactly what I want and needed. Mm -hmm. And this is what happens. People tend to feel guilty about telling other people what they want and what they need because mm -hmm. they feel like it's selfish. You are entitled to be selfish with your life because you only have one self, right? You're married, so you choose to be of service to them all the time. Right. So if you're of service to them all the time, you're entitled to be selfish at times and say, hey, babe, this is what I need. You'll be shocked what that person will do if they know what needs to be done. Yep. For example, I told Kay what I needed and what I wanted. Did it happen right away? No. But here's also the truth, right? People typically resort to their factory reset button, mm -hmm. right? Once they get comfortable, they retort back to what just happens naturally. naturally yep. So if, if naturally, no thought, yep. right. So if naturally, if I've been taking the, the brunt of everything on and supporting everyone, when people get comfortable, they just go back to that because that's what they normally do. Mm -hmm. Once you tell them that you need them to put a little bit more energy in one space, they'll do that while they're reminded of it, but mm -hmm. it doesn't become second nature until they practice it over and over again. They say it takes a thousand muscle movements to become muscle memory mm -hmm. so telling somebody something one time doesn't mean they're going to master it after one time mm -hmm. you have a responsibility to consistently tell him what he needs to do in order to assist and cater to you and he has a responsibility as your husband to follow through with that consistently and the only way it's going to happen is if you open your mouth yeah so, you have to talk about it sis you have from, to talk about it instead of saying from one mom to another or mm -hmm. one wife to another this is from one spouse and parent to another Spouse open your parent. mouth and tell them what you need and what you want yep because i'm just like the Val said i had to be deliberate now once he was letting me know about the things that he needed because i was also seeing that he was very in tune with the things that i needed or kind of foresaw mm -hmm. that maybe some days i was burnt out or some days i needed a little bit more help or some mm -hmm. days i needed a little time to myself just because 
of life. Like yeah. I know what it's like and we both know what it's like because yeah. we get caught up in the, the the mundane of just like going, going, going every day. So I think it's very necessary for you to um, have the conversation with him and just say, babe, like, is it cool if we plan a trip together? I would love to try this. Right. And that's also a great way to reconnect with your spouse. And then in terms of you trying to figure out who you are, it's super easy to just get lost in that because you don't even know what your likes are anymore, your dislikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at this point, you're just doing whatever you have to do to stay afloat. Um, I don't know about many people that take vacations alone. I know a couple friends that do. Mm-hmm. But even if you're on vacation with your husband and you leave him to sleep in for the morning, then you go out and do something for yourself. Like, oh, we do that all the time. Perfect example. And I, and I, I think... I got what she was saying about going on vacation. She says when she goes on vacation, the first thing she thinks about is what Where her husband would want to go yes. or what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Kadeen plans all of our vacation. And in all of our vacation, she knows that there are certain things that I like and love to do. One of them mainly, sleep, sleep in. in. <laughs> so she knows that. Right. So you know what Kadeen will do? She will plan during the times where I'm sleeping in. She's going to go get her son because she knows that I don't like to bake out in the sun. Mm-hmm. She'll get up. It'll be 7 o'clock. She'll be like, hey, babe, I'm going out. Yep. She'll get her coffee. She'll go sit on the beach for her hour, two hours. And then I'll come down there and join her around 9, 10 mm-hmm. o'clock. But it's important for you to express this mm-hmm. because we talked about the Superman complex. It's unfair to your spouse if you walk around with this face like you got everything. Yep. And inside you're hurting. Yep. It's unfair to yourself, but it's also unfair to your spouse because you never gave them an, an, an opportunity, opportunity to help yes. you. Yes. I was guilty of that too you in the sure very were. beginning. Trying to just have everything under control I got and it, then Kenny. slowly didn't. I got it. I got it. Yep. And then be mad. What's the matter? When you see me having all the trouble with the thing. <laughs> nigga, you said you had it. <laughs> that was good to how and am I, was, I supposed to know? And I was more than equipped to assist you, bro. Yes. Like you gotta you gotta tag me in sometimes and you have to be tagged out. Yes, sometimes you got to be tagged out, sis. Yeah. Like, yo, baby, this is what it is. Kadeen will come with the baby and be like, bro, I'm going to take a nap. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah. there you go. She and go get it. her nails done, her feet Simple. done, going for a couple hours. That's it's perfectly it's fine. It's absolutely necessary. It's not selfish. Don't feel guilty about Perusing it. Perusing the aisles of Target is a <laughs> form of self-care. It's just what it is. Yo, you need a Target sponsorship, <laughs> my guy. Target, holla at me. All right. Uh, if you want to be featured, y'all, as one of our listener letters, email us. You should have the email address memorized by now. But if you don't, deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D E A D A S S A D V I C E at gmail.com. All right. Moment of truth time. I almost forgot what we were talking about today. I know. The moment we spoke of about truth so is. many things. It's my moment of truth is that simple. Social media is not real. <laughs> social Sound media is not real. And moment of truth. The media of socialness is not real. <laughs> None of them are real. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The mediocrity, TikTok. which it is technically, <laughs> of social yes. media. All of the media. Yes. Not just one medium, all of them. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Don't compare yourself to it. Don't let your life revolve around it. Don't get and stuck. And don't let that just be your world. Oh, that's 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 actually the great one. Don't truth. let, don't it let be your, your world. timeline become your world. Mm. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> a new fantastic point, point of view. view. No Wait, one uh, to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming a whole new world. You got to back away from the mic when you when you take when you mm-hmm. hold the note. You got to back away from it, Deval. I like that song, but you know what would have been better if they were like 
a whole new. You want to rock with the bamba? Hey, you talking want to, chill with to the, the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, follow us on social media, y'all. As we talked about social media, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we still right. want you to follow Make sure. us. No, don't you forget that's that part because we enjoy having you along for. If, if we're a part of your world on social media, y'all, yes. we appreciate you. We love you. We always yes. say. Y'all are not just followers to us. You support us. You support our content. You support our messages. And we love you for that. So yes. please continue to follow us if it works for your world. Yes. Dead Ass the Podcast. Kadeen, I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and rock with the bumba. <laughs> As you're on your way to the moon. <laughs> Dead Ass. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.